This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. We go to connect with Alma Pollard, uh, the lovely executive director of the Green Times, eco consultant and coach. And today we're talking about things like they say in Afrikaans, but I'm grateful for Alma. Hello, Alma. Good morning. So great to speak to you. <laughs> yeah, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So we've just uh, in the news bulletin of about 20 minutes ago, we reminded everybody that ESCOM has now moved up to stage five load shedding and stage four if you're a city customer. And the talk has been for a while now and continues to be uh, we need to find alternatives. We've spoken about it many times. Last week, we spoke to someone from the city, Alma, who said their plan of, of saving residents of the city of Cape Town, three stages of load shedding is well underway, but for many, it can't come soon enough. But we need options, and today we're talking about something rather interesting. Isn't that wonderful? You know what? Uh, I'm going to be part of that plan because today, this very morning, I'm going completely off-grid. Yes, Yes, <laughs> my panels went up yesterday and this morning they're connecting up the wires. So it's not just, okay, now the sun's going to do its thing. I'm going to be watching on my laptop what our consumption is because yeah. I've decided that eight panels is enough for a family of two. Mm -hmm. So we will fit in with that. So we will adapt still. If there are things that draw too much current, we will change how we live. It's all about adaptation. It's not just getting other solutions. It's changing how we live as well. So that is my next little channel uh, um, challenge to yeah. see that we can actually fit in with that and use nothing from, from the carbon from the fossils, no fossil fuels. I love that. I love that. Um, so you're not opening yourself up unless you really cut down your consumption. You're not opening yourself up to the possibility of selling back into the grid. But this is really about sustainability within your household and surrounding area. Sustainability in my household first. Mm. If I then want to still, um, if I if I have any any access to to sell back to the city, that would be a future thing. But I first want to see that I don't need ESCOM. Yeah. Uh, that is the first step. So yeah, and 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 that means you know tweaking. You know, I've tweaked my consumption over the last ten years. This is what we learn as eco consultants as well. That you first lower your footprint, you first implement efficiencies, then you go off the grid. So you don't expect to live the way you've always lived, and just now the planet must cope with with your consumption. Mm. You have to change how you do things as well. For example, a proper big electric oven takes an enormous amount of current. Currently, we are already on my inverter and my and my battery. But the minute that thing goes on, the whole thing goes off. So much energy it draws. So I will get one of those little round glass convection ovens again. They are unbelievably efficient. And, and, and you don't really need anything more than that. And I've had a couple of those. They don't last very long, unfortunately. But we will adapt because yeah. we are all part of the planet and how we live has an impact. Yeah, thank you for that, Alma. I mean, in the middle of all of that, irrespective of whether or not you can get off the grid, we can all use less. And that's a good challenge to give ourselves. Absolutely. I mean, we are all really 
addicted to consumption in many, many ways. Also online consumption, etc. Also, which has a, a major footprint too. We've, we've published about that. So, but today we're going to talk about green hydrogen. And as you said, we're your field, Mark Blake. <laughs> but look, I'm also not a deeply a technical person, you can imagine. I come from the social sciences side as okay. well. Um, but that's why I thought I mean, previously people asked me about this. And I thought, okay, let's unpack green hydrogen so we can understand how it works. It's actually not very uh, complicated at all. And it's good news for a change. It is really good news today. So brace yourself for something really great. Um, green hydrogen is, of yeah. course, an important part of our just energy transition. And South Africa is poised to play a major uh leading role in green hydrogen worldwide because we have very special resources. So mm. let me start at the beginning. It was um, it was invented by a Welsh man called Robert Grove in 1839. And then it was used first time commercially in 1960 by NASA for their for their um, satellites and, and space capsules, etc. So it's been uh, below the radar for a long time, but now it's kind of a big hope in the planet's plan to get off carbon, so the decarbonization of the planet's energy sources. So it's very simply just water that gets split, huh. split into its source elements, which is hydrogen and oxygen, through a process of, of electrolyzing, a splitting. So the problem is that the splitting process takes energy, also costs energy. I see. So, so hydrogen, then if you get your separate oxygen and hydrogen, hydrogen is an energy carrier. It can generate energy directly through combustion, so the heat that it gives off, and indirectly through um, electrochemical process that um, that is carried in a fuel cell. So it can be transported safely and it can take energy from one place to the other. So in both cases, the only byproduct is water. So there's no carbon that's going to heat the planet. It gives off water. So um, it's not on its own a renewable energy. It, hems, it depends what process is used when they manufacture this. So the splitting process. So that's why they speak about different colors in the media. Oh. Green hydrogen, gray hydrogen, red hydrogen, uh, I don't know. It all depends on that process. So, for example, you get it. So the color is not a color. It's colorless. It's just a code. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you get, and that is when um, steam is used. No, the problem with methane gas, methane climate change gas. So it's gray. It's not green. It's not a good thing up to now. Mm. So it's a dial energy carrier. And we already have um, a lot of nations how it can be used. Um, we know how to store it safely. So there's a massive potential in in um, to use this in sectors that's traditionally difficult to decarbonize. So really energy intensive, like uh, heavy duty transition, the maritime trans manufacturing of steel, cement, and ammonia. Those heavily carbon, they give carbon, and they can't go off through straight renewable sources because they take too much energy. So this is a place where that's going to come in very useful and the whole world is going to need that. So that's so important South Africa. Well, the first thing is it can help us to get to become zero carbon by 2050, which is the commitment that we have. Also in South Africa, we have expertise in the field, Fisher-Tropsch technology. And then we have 
um, this opportunity to create a carbon economy and to industrialize this. So in the industrialization means it can be turned into a whole industry. And the reason why we can do that is because it needs platinum group metals. It's called PGMs. Goodness. And the, uh, the platinum group metals are used to create them, to manufacture the membranes and the catal catalysts in the electrolyzers. Now, these things need certain... Um, Metals and South Africa happens to be the biggest source of these metals in the world. What a pleasure. So, yeah, we current carbon intensive industries to shift to carbon neutral or carbon negative energies. And South Africa can become a huge exporter of this also green ammoniac. Now, ammoniac is a, is a carrier of, of green hydrogen. Um, to Europe and the, and the Far East. So we are um, expecting a local uh, demand, a huge local demand, because it's going to be a green way to do things. Um, we have existing production industries that can be tweaked to do this, uh, knowledge of synthetic fuels, and we have this abundant labor force and people needing work, which is the best news of all, because it can create a whole lot of jobs. And this can then fit in with our South Africa's green hydrogen commercialization strategy. Now, this strategy was created um, by uh, the Green Hydrogen Panel. South African stuff. There's some interesting uh, visuals and some fascinating stuff I've never seen in my whole life and maybe something you've never heard of either. It'll make for a really great read all on thegreentimes.co.za. Thanks, Alma. That's all we've got time for this thing. Appreciate this input so much. And for anyone who's interested in how this all works in a country and in a world where we have to make some changes, there are options uh, for the commercial sector, and you'll find the information on the Green Times. Alma, thank you so much for that. Enjoy being off-grid when they plug you in later on, and you're going to say, what load shedding? On that note, let's have a happy day. <laughs> Thanks, Alma. Be well. Bye-bye. Bless you. Bye. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.